This is the author. 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 Penguin Random House Audio presents This is the author. This is the author. This is the author. Writing a book is hard. Narrating your audiobook is well, we'll let the author tell you about it. Today in the studio. Hey there. My name's Eric Metaxas. I'm the author of Martin Luther the man who rediscovered God and changed the world. People always ask me why I wrote the book, where did I get the idea to write the book. As with most of my books, the idea did not come from me. It came from others, specifically two friends to whom I dedicate the book. One is Marcus Speaker, who lives in Germany, and the other is my dear friend here in New York, Greg Thornbury, who is the president of the King's College. I had never thought about writing a biography of Luther, but these two very dear friends kept pushing me to think about it, saying that the 500th anniversary of the Reformation, October 31st, 1517, presented a perfect occasion for people to rethink his legacy and, in many cases, learn about this seminal figure whom perhaps they had never encountered. The more I looked into it, I was myself embarrassed at how little I knew and at how shockingly seminal Luther was. I mean, the title of my epilogue is The Man Who Created the Future. That was going to be the title of the book itself. But when you see the result of his faith and courage or pigheadedness, depending on how you read it, it's just astounding. The future as we know it various elements of which we take for granted, is here because of what Luther did 500 years ago. So if ever there was a story that ought to be known and that could use a retelling, I thought his was it. The opportunity to narrate this biography is one that I really am grateful for. I narrated my previous book, If You Can Keep It, The Forgotten Promise of American Liberty, and really enjoyed that. I think that if you're the kind of author who has a particular voice, it seems typically that readers would appreciate hearing your actual voice because you probably have an ability to read what you wrote more accurately than someone else. I have to say, I found reading the audiobook a lot of fun. There's something very odd, strange, and interesting in confronting orally what you've put on the page. It's been an extraordinary experience, and I'm thrilled that I've done it. I've been asked the question whether there's a word or phrase in my book that I realized I didn't know how to pronounce. I am thrilled and embarrassed to say there are maybe a dozen or more, probably more. It's a funny thing. I love words, and so I use a lot of words that I have seen, but I've either never heard them pronounced or have never been pretentious enough to pronounce them myself in conversation. So you realize when you read them that you're not entirely sure. Is it presaged or presaged? There are so many words like that that we had to stop during the reading and look up. I find that experience really, really fun and, you know, educational. So anyone who reads my book, you're going to find a lot of words that I'm sure you yourself are going to say, I'm not so sure how to pronounce that. But happily, I can now say I do. 
The one thing that I found especially interesting in narrating my own book was how does one communicate the humor? For me, I usually read things deadpan, and I just wish I could see whether listeners or readers will get it, if they'll find it funny. There's a lot in the Luther story that I found absolutely hilarious, tons of funny, crazy, hilarious things. And I tried to put all of them in the book. But the question is, when you're reading it, how do you communicate that it's a joke? You can do it by timing. But a lot of times what I write is kind of dry and it has to be said in a deadpan way. But anybody who's listening to it carefully, they have to know that it's meant to be funny just because you, you can't say some of the words that I say. And many times I'm quoting Luther without cracking up. There's a lot of scatology an unbelievable amount of scatology. <laughs> and I just think that alone, you cannot help but laugh because it's pretty ridiculous. If I could choose any narrator, living or dead, to have read this book besides myself, I can imagine the book being read by any number of people. I mean, who wouldn't kill to hear Winston Churchill struggle through a few chapters? Or I would give anything to hear T.S. Eliot even Red Skelton comes to mind now. I have the privilege of actually being friends with Dick Cavett, and his voice is so distinctive and spectacular that if I had to pick someone today, without a doubt, I'd pick Dick. And I guess I could actually say I'm sorry that he didn't do it. But next to him, I would say I'd be the next person I would pick. Reading aloud is something that I take very seriously. I read many, many books aloud to our daughter, who's now entering college, and I think that being read to by some voice from an iPad cannot compete with being read to by a person sitting on their lap or lying down in bed. It's a beautiful experience. I had the great privilege of reading all seven of the Narnia Chronicles to my daughter when she was probably seven or eight. Those books are some of my particular favorites. There's a depth to them which is almost not found in any other children's literature save a few great works. That's just a memory I'll forever treasure. In the life that I lead at this point, I don't get to listen to radio, audiobooks, podcasts, or anything, and I'm very, very bitter about it. I would like that to change. I remember when I lived in New Canaan about 25 years ago, there was a period where I would take out audiobooks from the library there, and I would go for long runs. And I particularly remember listening to the audiobook of Robinson Crusoe. I don't know who read it, but there's something about listening to a book that really is wonderful. So I look forward to making a place in my life to be able to do that. And at least I'm glad some of you who are listening get to do it because I just think it's a great thing. Tune in next time to hear what happens when another author is in the studio. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening.